0: As though you knew what we were going to talk about. <laughs> you guys are amazing. Um, so I'm going to show you guys something really quick before we even read the IDS. Um, oh gosh, I forgot Tom's computer won't let me share. Let me, um, Tracy, you go ahead and um, I'm on Tom's computer because mine went. My charger stopped working. Um, you go ahead and read the IDS. I'm gonna see if I can find a cord to um share from my phone. Okay. okay
1: perfect. Okay, guys. Go just slow. Like,
0: and maybe you can talk about the thing we were gonna talk about. Okay. We talking about. Okay. okay.
1: <laughs> the thing that's the thing that the thing. Got it. Um, go slow. That is not in my repertoire. Okay. Optimia makes no guarantee of financial success. Success with Optavia results from successful sales efforts, which require hard work, diligence, skill, persistence, competence, and leadership. Your success will depend on how well you exercise these qualities. Please see the Optavia income disclosure statement for statistics on actual earnings of coaches.
2: Okay. okay. Jen, you're back. Do you still want me to chat about that? Or... Sure. Why don't, I mean, if you want to, otherwise I can do it just, you know,
0: 30 seconds.
1: Yep. No, I'm totally fine with it. Yeah. So um, some of you may be experiencing, some of you may not, um, but we are seeing a few um, shipping delays throughout um, a few of our organizations. And so just want to um, share a reminder that as maybe frustrating as it can be um, and that our clients might get frustrated is just for us as business leaders to stay above the line and how the climate that we set will be the climate and how they react. So I've just been sharing with clients, you know, um, you know, just problem solving with them if if they've run out of feelings, um, you know, how to do that. Um, You know, I think the latest from nutrition support, Jen, you can correct me if I'm wrong, is three leading greens split up. Um, So I've just been encouraging that, um, encouraging them to focus on all of the components of program, um, and that really switches their mindset, Um, especially as business leaders, if we're seeing newer coaches that maybe haven't, and maybe even some of you on here haven't um, ever had to kind of walk through shipping delays and some of those other um, technical issues, um, just us setting that climate is definitely going to define how our coaches and clients do the same. So, thanks, Jen.
2: So awesome. Okay. Yeah. And we, we operate
0: above the line guys. And that does not mean that we don't have bad days. It means that we, um, that we are always um, pivoting and looking for to be like, I don't know if solution oriented is really, but I always kind of think about that. But then sometimes, you know, I'm like, oh, it's not really a solution because sometimes there's no solution. Sometimes it's just, we get to choose how we respond and that dictates, you know, others sort of reaction. Like our reaction is what we have control of, not anything else. So we're not like trying to figure out a solution. We're just trying to react in a positive way so that we don't set off um, like a domino effect of negativity, because, ps, that's how we're all geared. We are all geared to see the negative first, and um, and as leaders, it's our job to dictate the culture and to you know to gap in the gain it, you know, and realize that there is a solution or at least something we can do, even if it's just deciding not to freak out. Um, and that's why I think in our organization, we, um, are known for like having very little drama, you know, uh, business leader support is always like your team is so amazing. And I'm like, well, they are (laughs) because they're highly, they're working on being, becoming transformational leaders of transformational leaders. Okay. So Tracy, I sent you something and (laughs) I've got Tom's computer. I can't I can't screen share for some reason. And then it says I need to update my operating system. So I just sent you a picture of me in an orange dress. Would you be able to share that picture really quick? Yay. Okay, guys. So I want to see your faces. I, I I'm gonna put side by side gallery here. Okay, so. Gina posted something that was really cool in Org today about what the average IPD business looks like. Now, if you're an affibic plus, meaning you are a business coach working as a business coach, you're in it to win it. And I would say that pretty much everyone on this call falls into that category Um, that in her, um, in her post, she gave these stats and I'm just going to kind of read them off really quick. Um, And she said this, she said that success leaves clues. I just ran a report of all of our integrated presidential directors and hers is going to be more, she's got a bunch. So I was like, I'm not going to sub this with my, my data because she's got even more people to look at. So her data is average FQV is 16,800. It's pretty crazy. Um, possibly because they have a lot of frontline coaches and coaches order. Um, but that's average. Mine, I'm going to tell you, probably skews that lower because I don't run a super high frontline volume. Um, you guys, you know, I, you know, for me, it's, it was a struggle. There were times when I was really hustling to hit FIVC because my FQV was not super high. Um, but what I did was early on, I began to leverage those people Into coaches rather than into clients, right? I took very few referrals, and I just want to remind you guys who are taking lots of referrals that that those people there are coaches in your business. So I'm not saying to run it close to six like I did um, in my in my infancy, but definitely ten to twelve, and anything beyond that, I would suggest that you think really critically about who you have in your FQV, who would be great coaches. Okay. Um, So um, average number of senior coaches, 17.6. That's pretty close to mine. I have a few more average number of EDs, 11.8. That's pretty close. I have like 12 to 14. Um, Average number of FIBCs, six. We have eight. So I'm pre- feeling pretty good because our goals for last year was to have 12. And <laughs> we went from six to eight. So um, not as fast as I'd like to, but I'd like to have 12 FIDCs. Um, 100% of, pres- of presidential directors and integrated presidential directors um, had a personal order in the previous month or in, in all every month last year. Um, and we are all working on our personal health. of us work on our social media. We're authentic. We show up. Um, 100% of us leave nothing to chance. We follow up. We work our business um, uh, on the offense. Um, We are following the system. And yes, we still do celebration calls with our clients. Yes, we still take new clients. Yes, we are doing all the things with our clients. Um, Now, I don't work. With like 40 clients anymore. But, you know, we have our like 12 that are, you know, and then the first couple of months and they're, they're, work, you know, like we're, we're still working with our clients. We don't have as, probably as many as you guys do, but that's the good, that's the great part of this business is, is that you do get to a place where you're not running on a hamster wheel, just PS. Um, okay. A hundred percent of us had to tell someone, had to tell, had someone tell us to stop posting that it annoyed them, that whatever. I've heard it. Still have a couple people in my family. And do I care? No. If I listened to them, uh, would I still be in debt and working a full-time job and sending my kids off to be raised by someone else? Yes. Am I glad I didn't
2: listen to them? Yes. Are they in my fan club? No. Do I care anymore? No. I got
0: you guys. <laughs> Just saying the mass, the vast majority of our family is very, very, very supportive and loving and are so proud of us. Um, we've all faced disappointment. Oh God. Yes. Good Lord. I could name a dozen things. Um, I've cried. (laughs) I've had to been talked off the cliff a couple of times, not too many times, but a couple of times. Um, love you, Kaylee. She says she's in my fan club. Um, 100% 100% of us missed rank more than once or fell backwards for a season. Yes, yes, that is true. Um, 100% of us have had life hit us while, while we were building this business. Good Lord, life for months and months and months being in and out of the hospital on fentanyl, not able to remember many <laughs> of the days that I spent working. Um, I even did some rank up I'm embarrassed to say some rank up celebration calls, um, with, uh, an IV PCA of, uh, fentanyl and it, yes, Matt and Misty hard can tell you all about that fun in, thing. But, um, I was still working because I didn't, I was like, it wasn't because I couldn't take the time off. I could, I just was like lonely. And my husband was working and the kids weren't in the hospital with me. Um, I was lonely and you guys are my family. So when someone hits a rank by, you know, you better believe I wanted to be there. Um, okay. What else? (laughs) Fenty Jen. Yeah. I got the nickname Fenty Jen. It was funny. Um, and then they had to remind me and I bought $80 wine glasses when we were not in a season of, (laughs) spending money on things like that. Anyway, there's a lot of stories. Okay. Um, we dusted ourselves off. We got up. Um, we went at it over and over again, PS that six months in and out of the hospital with a, um, botched hysterectomy was not my only medical problem. I also, uh, broke my knee for the second time, um, and had it reconstructed spent another 12 weeks, non-weight bearing on crutches on pain medicine, um, all the things laid in the floor, couldn't poop. I'm telling you guys, all these things happened to me. I was miserable. Um, Thank goodness. My husband stepped up when he did because I don't know. I don't know what would have happened, Um, but life has definitely hit me like a bus. Um, Gave up the good for the great. Yep. I canceled a couple of vacations. I, um, in this picture right here, um, I had something else going on. And Gina had a discussion with me and said, Jen, I see something in you, and I think you should come to convention. So this photo was taken. I sent it to Gina this morning, July 21st, 2016, because I felt it apropos to add to this post when I reposted it. So here's what I added. July 21st, 2016. Tom and I were
2: executive directors. I think I had one or two senior coaches at the time.
0: Um, We had been a coach for eight months. Tom was not working with me in the business. He was just being supportive and came with me. Thank goodness. Um, Our boys had just turned five. We were both still working full-time and paying someone else to care for our boys in our absence. Um, I cried every single day that I left them every single day when I left before they woke up and
2: knowing that when I would come home, I would basically rock them to sleep and put them to bed. Um, Tom did not join me in the business for another three years. He was supportive. He
0: was happy. He was happy for the paychecks. Seriously. This guy was motivated by the money. Um, he wasn't in love with the fact that I would come home and lock myself in the bedroom, but he knew that we needed that money. Look how cute he was supportive. We didn't know one other person at convention and we had never met Gina and Adam in person. And if you guys didn't know Gina back in 2016, um, this was before her Gina body 2.0, when she chased her eight pack, because you see what she looks like there. That's what she looked like. That was after her weight loss journey. And she worked on her body and her fitness level for ultra health. I think it was about a year or two after this. And she, she didn't, her weight didn't change, but she switched what she had there into solid muscle. And, you know, she's about half that size now. So, um, Adam does look like a baby. Um, okay. What else? Um, this is our first convention. We knew not one other person. We met Gina and Adam about 20, about maybe, I don't know, a minute before this picture was taken. We saw each other, we screamed, we ran towards each other. We had been working together across the screen um, for eight months. This moment right here,
2: I can track back every single change in our lives back to this moment right here. We were not yet FIBCs. This was the moment where everything changed for us. I want you guys to look at the people in that picture right there. I want you to see yourselves as newbies or the people meeting the newbies. Gina and Adam saw something in us that we did not see in ourselves. really trying to hold it together here, but
0: I really want you guys to understand how important this Houston event is. There are going to be people there and we were there and didn't know anyone. And it was vastly important to us when the rest of Gina's team came up to us and we're like, hi, how are you guys? Do you guys want to sit with us? So what I'm telling you is When you see people on other people's teams, don't assume that they're there with people. I want you to treat them like they're your own frontline people. Invite them to sit with you. Take them under your wing. Do all the things that brought these very, very naive, broken, sad people to where we are now. I want, it's your guys' job. Gina's and Adam's team their team loved us. They treated us like we were family. So please remember, it, it, it's not something that you you realize that you can do for other people, but it's really important.
2: Okay. Um, <clears throat> the next thing that I wanted to share with you
0: was um, the fact that, uh, you know, Tracy mentioned uh, that you know there are there have been a few shipping delays it's a very small group of people um probably they were ordered on the last day of the month this is the people that i'm hearing about but just remember to give them you know be like oh it'll be okay you know this happens this is why we uh we encourage you to move your order back in the month a little bit so it's not late use this as a really good talking point because that's true that's exactly what happened is at the end of the month there was this huge push and um and that's, that's why they're late. So, um, okay. Let me see. I made lots of notes for today. Okay. Um, we really want to get people pumped up for our, um, sponsoring blitz that's happening. So make sure that you guys put on your list of things to do today to invite your coaches hopefully with a low voice text or a text or something to, personally to attend the um the power hours. I mean the the PM power hours which are going to be our um sponsoring blitz. Oh my gosh, there's a lot of <sighs> okay try, I'm gonna try not to read the, the chat but feel like I'm going to have to stay on after and just read, <laughs> read the chat. Yes. I'll get you guys an updated list for Houston. Um, okay. We had some incredible meetings this past week, um, with Nick and Mike Colvin and Dr. A, the president, vice president of Optavia, And, um, with, um, the, there's, I think 15 other leaders who are in the ultra health team. It's a work group that, um, is a subset of Optivia 1, which are IPDs who've met certain criteria, Um, and we got some really great information. Um, I want to share with you sort of the whisper campaign that we're allowed to share. This is not something we're shouting from the rooftops. We are whispering it, but I'm going to whisper to you guys that we are, and, and many of you guys haven't heard any updates yet. So We are, as a whole, including you, including everyone on this call, and including all all of your new coaches, we are making a robust push and effort to robustly grow and support our Hispanic U.S. coaching teams, okay? You have to read between the lines of the things that I'm saying, Um, We are doing this primarily, not primarily, including with a large focus on our native Spanish speakers, okay? In, I'm making sure I'm saying this right, in the whisper campaign kind of way, with the sites of our
2: international expansion looking south in the future, Okay, hopefully that was whispery enough
0: and clear enough. So right now I put a post in Morris tribe that asked for all of our who because they told us we have 100 native Spanish speakers in all of Optavia. They were so excited. I'm like, are you kidding me? I have 100 native Spanish speakers in our organization that you don't even know about. So we do have a list. I'm going to keep trying to move this. You get to see my fashion display on my, that's where I have my stuff, that I'm getting prepared for Houston um, because I've got, oh, I can do this. I've got a glare. Here we go. Okay. So you guys, uh <laughs> Yeah. And brush up on your Spanish, but this is not the time to like be like, oh God, I've got to speak Spanish. No, we're gonna, we're gonna work with these folks. We're gonna um, they're gonna have resources. And then as we expand, we are going to just literally just keep keep growing that network. Okay. So that's what I'll say about that. Um, the other things that I um was kind of hoping to share with you, which I won't, was we they gave us a really awesome social media um social media sort of algorithm training. Um tom could explain this better. I, he was driving. I don't even know if he's on this call. Um but basically our marketing people, um yeah he's over he's on the pass right now. So I don't oh he's there. But anyway, I won't ask him to come off mute because I think he's on I 70 traveling at about 75 miles per hour. So, um, but I will tell you that our marketing team um, has a marketing team. I'm saying this all wrong, but they have a professional marketing team that uh, deals directly with Meta, who are the company who owns or whatever the parent company of Facebook and Instagram. And they gave us a bunch of really eye-opening information. Guess what? It's pretty much all the same information that we um, talked about with Jessica. So huge level of confirmation there. I'm going to just breeze through a couple of um, the things. Okay. It took me like five minutes to find it. And now it's going to be lost again. Oh gosh. Whenever I don't have my computer, it is really not happy. I am not happy girl. Okay. So let me just tell you this. I'm sorry this is a little bit of a training I promise we're going to get to the get to the um the part where we do the work um but Facebook algorithms are strongly uh favoring uh they're they're rivaling TikTok they are and it's kind of weird because I've I've been paying really attention to things and there's still a lot of TikTok on Facebook but what we're being told is that um is that what's, what we're really focusing on is, um, is engagement, um, high quality original video, which means not professional, but stuff that gets a lot of engagement. So short form video. So either really, I, I don't know if really short lives fall into that, but I think that lives are falling down in the preference category, but lives in stories and in reels. So Um, we are just to be clear, we are not training new coaches to be doing reels because that would be super overwhelming for them, but if they already come in doing them great. And for you guys who are just learning or who maybe don't have a clue how to do a reel, maybe practice one this week.
2: Okay. Um, and, um, content from, uh, they're giving a great
0: a greater emphasis to posts which have um, larger engagement uh, especially when posts when you're replying to each and every comment guess what we already do that also um, likes and things like that and then um, comments that, Provide conversations or provide cross account conversations. So, um, just letting you know. So, tip number one was um, to understand your audience and look at your social media and look at what people are responding to. We had one global say, Well, my stuff, the most, the thing I get the most response from is my inspirational quote. And I'm like, Well, that's funny because unless I post it or I do words on a background, I don't get a lot unless it's really funny or you know i write something on top of it i just don't get a lot so the key is pay attention to what your audience responds to and kind of keep up with what you know with what they're with what they are um responding to and then also try something new um they said consistency in posting is incredibly uh important rather than Bursts of posting, which is what I used to do when I first started. I'd be like, I post for four or five days and then I'd be off of social media for like two weeks and I'd go back. Um, so just that consistent daily posting. Um, and then look at the four E's Is it educational, what you're posting? Or is it entertaining? Does it make people laugh? Are they interested? Um, are they watching all the way through your live or not? Um, That's what they're looking at. So shorter lives would be better. So definitely we want to keep everything we're doing less than three minutes. I think less than one minute. Um, If you're doing lives, I've never really been a live person. So, um, but I, you know, just seven years ago, I was working with a different algorithm. So um, are you giving like really cool hacks? That's their like economic, like stuff that like, oh, I buy this in bulk at Costco or, oh, did you know you could, you know, eat? Lean and green for less than three dollars feed your whole family. That kind of economic stuff. Not we're running a sale in Optavia kind of stuff. And then um, they're also uh, showing a lot of really great um, preference for posts that are, have a lot of engagement. So engagement posts and also posts that are reshared. Um, I do have an example for you. Uh, the lovely uh, well, I won't share the name, but the, one of our coaches. Um, shared a picture with a long description. It was very heartfelt and and emotional um, about helping her mom go through her things and about taking a moment to realize that the teapot that you see might just be an old rusty tea kettle, um, but to her, that was the food that was served um, to her at her door by an anonymous friend. Um, They served lunch to some of their friends during the Great Depression. So it was a really cool post. And um, that post was posted over a year ago and is still going. I have it saved. It gets shared and commented on every day. It has uh, like, I can't remember the numbers, I'll make it up, but like 150,000 shares. Um, It's got tens of thousands of comments tens of thousands of likes and loves. So just kind of keep that in mind. That post from last year is still going strong. Every time I check it, it's had a comment within the hour. Um, Second tip, be authentic. Uh, Posts that are more gritty, uh, true to self, uh, a little glimpse inside, inside of your life, like a slice of life for you guys. Very important. And this is stuff that we do. So keep doing it. Um, Is it ownable and does it look unique to you? And so I've been doing a little more like going and uh, I've seen people making their own um, inspirational quotes. I've seen people doing like words on a color background or just words. Remember, those are all different platforms serving different people. Um, Do authentic headlines, do authentic body of your post um, observe your followers and use the same types of phrases that they're using. Um, you, you don't want to be talking to yourself, basically, uh, overly sensationalized offers, hooks, clickbait. None of that
2: stuff. Do we do don't, They say, don't do that. Um, okay. Tip number three is engage with your audience
0: and, um, gosh, this is, we do this. We ask, oh, we, um, we uh, address all of our comments publicly. And it's even saying there's a question here of like, even liking their comment at even when you reply might be a thing to do. If I've been doing it, I don't know. Um, this is kind of 2.0 stuff guys. So don't feel like you need to go and teach your brand new coaches any of this. I'm just giving you guys insight because we're all here to level up our game. Um, <clears throat> also um, getting your audience to engage each other. Um, and then people, uh when you're replying to replies. So if you comment, if someone comments, you reply and then someone replies back, please reply back. Okay. Um, and then tip number four. Add more video to your content calendar. Social platforms are giving us the answers to the test. They are saying, we're competing with TikTok. (laughs) Do more live videos. (laughs) And please, um, I used to do some of them on TikTok and then bring them over. Not that I'm a great real person by any means. Please don't use me as an example. But now I'm just making my reels in Facebook. They automatically get shared or you can save them to your phone and put them on um, Insta, if you have Insta, um, 50% of all time spent on Facebook is spent watching video. Facebook is still has three times more of an audience than any other platforms. Um, reels, the Sousa's, uh, reels are preferable to live. Okay, reels, 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 reels. Um, does it matter whether it's health related? I would say. Yes and no. I would say you want to do reels that show you and bring people in, but you also want to do reels that show that you're a health coach, right? Either way, if someone starts following your reels, they're going to start seeing your social media content in their newsfeed. I don't know if you guys are reels people. I'm a big reels fan. All the people that I follow, including the Doberman and the the, the cute animal sanctuary and the... Save a Fox foundation. They all show up in my newsfeed now because I've been checking and I noticed like two weeks ago, boom, they suddenly started showing up and I'm like, I'm not friends with these people. I follow them. So if people follow you, they will see your stuff. Okay. Um, And then number five tip is keep them on the platform. So if you're giving If you're giving advice or giving tips, please don't put in a link that's going to take them to TikTok. Please don't put in a link that's going to take them to Amazon. Although I've seen posts do really well where someone shares a tip and then says, um, I'm going to put the link in the comments. Um, In fact, I had a friend who did a big organization project and she showed and she was in her stories and she showed here's my under my sink before and here it is after and then she just came on afterward in a video and said, I got um, those shelves on Amazon and I got these other ones at the container store and then I messaged her and said I want to know where you got those, please send me the link and she did so she sent it to me in private message so those are just kind of tips really quick and dirty. Um, The good news is A to Z commenting, probably the, okay, so the most important thing that we can be doing, adding friends, everything that we do in Business Coach Power Hour, A to Z commenting is like the, probably the most highest business builder activity, and then making sure that your coaches begin to brand. So branding, adding friends, everything we do in Business Coach Power Hour, and A to Z commenting, and honestly, A to Z commenting, you know if you do one without the other, it's kind of pointless, right? But making sure that we are A to Z commenting and PS, that doesn't mean hiring it out. I tried that. It doesn't work very well. I hate to tell you that, but that's just one of those things. If you guys can, you yourselves get on, you know, a power hour every day and do, um, and do your, Um, A to Z commenting yourself. Sometimes while everyone else is doing other things that I've already done, I'll sit and A to Z comment the whole hour. I'll take breaks. Um, I'm very careful writing authentic, well thought out responses. That was also very much highlighted. Okay. All right. So sprinkle it in, mix it up a little bit. Okay. Um, All right. I'll let you guys who, IPDs who have been, who I've already shared this with, please answer questions um, in the chat. I'm going to move on to some, a few, a few um, activities here. Okay. All righty. Okay. Getting to my notes here. Okay, guys. I asked you guys to show up with um well actually let me give you guys a couple minutes to to ask questions um if your question has not been answered and you have a burning question because i feel like this is kind of new but not really new and you need to ask a question that can't be answered in the chat um but that will apply to the group please put your hand up and you can come off me we'll do this for until 12 40 six minutes make it fast <laughs> awesome hey kaylee Hi, I saw on someone else's Facebook the other day they had posted um a video and then like right after also a reel. And so when I scroll someone's timeline, I can see videos and reels, but I know some people when they scroll timelines, like they don't see reels on the timeline, they're hidden. Um do you have no idea you know, know about that. doing I, yeah, they're completely separate platforms. And so they're typically what we've heard, not going to be competing with each other. Okay. You can even do like, okay, I just made three reels and they're just going out there. That's okay too. Um, because reels, reels don't have the same algorithm as the rest, which makes sense. So would you post like both you know, a video on your timeline and then turn around and make it a, or, you know, vice versa, whatever, but do both just because they're hitting different places or save them for different days. Or I just found it really yes. interesting as I was telling <laughs> her timeline. The answer is yes. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm okay. just kidding. I don't know. Um, <laughs> okay. I would say, you know, um, I would say that, it, that since they're not technically, they're not supposed to be competing. Um, you could put them in your stories. You could
2: make it into a reel. You could do all the things. Okay. Yeah. All right. Can we reshare a live as
0: a reel? Um, only if you've saved it to your phone. If If you have that option to save it to your phone. Tracy.
1: So essentially like Because I feel like the whole real thing, like we kind of get caught up in that for new coaches. What I hear you saying is we're not changing anything at this point.
0: Correct. We are changing nothing for new coaches. New coaches, we want them doing basic branding, minimum. Most of them, we have much more of a difficult time just getting people to brand. I don't want people jumping off into the real rabbit hole. Unless they come to you with 20,000 real followers already then they can keep working in that platform and then we still want them to brand but what we're looking for still is um at least five transformations a week and what we teach is three health related posts that that and I say health related an inspirational quote is not really health related it's just an inspiration share um share their you know a recipe share a transformation and then i'm going to throw in that you've got to share your health journey almost every day and your own transformation once a week. So, um, and then there's personal. So that can be overwhelming for people. So if they're slow to get started, they're not ready to um, jump onto a, a branding service yet, I would say have them put those on rotation. An inspirational quote. Then the next day they can do a recipe. The next day they do a transformation. But every single day, posting something personal and something about their own journey would be fantastic. So putting the other three on rotation if they have to until they sign up with a service. And I still recommend a branding service. I still recommend we do all the other things. Stories tend to be really much easier for people. So that would be like, that would be like freshman class is personal post plus what we do on the branding service. Sophomore class is adding stories also. Um, the junior class would be doing probably lives. And then the seniors or the post-grad people (laughs) would be doing um, reels, okay? So don't let, don't, even all of us included, let's not get sucked down the reels drain when we are, you know, not calling our clients or something. You know what I'm saying? Remember, keep it to the basics. This is just all more information for us. Okay, cool. Alrighty. Yeah, it takes me a long time to make a reel, unless it's just one video (laughs) or one picture, which. Is rare. Okay. All right, guys. So um, we have our maps. We have our filled out maps. Um, And what I want to remind you guys to do is flip your map. Oh, well, before we flip them over. At the bottom, I want you to make sure that you um put your income from last month in there. Right. That should be that'll be your bonus plus your weekly commissions.
2: Um and how you do that is you go to engage. And you
0: go to your performance and then you either look at weekly commissions and add those up or your monthly bonus. For now, you can just pencil in your monthly bonus. That would
2: be cool. Make sure you know what your group volume, what your TGENV is. That's GQV or TGENV. It used to be called GQV or GV. That
0: means, and what that definition is, um, let me just go through quick little definition here. FQV, frontline qualifying volume. That's what your coaches, I mean, what, sorry, your clients, including coaches, are ordering who are on your frontline.
2: TGENV is everyone in your organization. That's what TGENV is, what they're all ordering. If you have a bunch of coaches deep, it's all theirs, all put together.
0: Um, Write down your income. And then remember, one point is either a senior coach leg of business. So if you have a senior coach on top of a senior coach on top of a senior coach, that's still just one senior coach leg of business for you. And um, or 1200 in FQV. So if you have a 6,000 or let's say 10,000 FQV, how many points is that? Somebody, some math person do that. It's like six points. 10,000 divided by 1,200 is eight points. So that's eight points. Plus you have five senior coach legs of business. And let's say one of those is an AD. That's still five senior coach legs of business. That's five points. So you have eight points plus five points. That's a 13 point. FIBC business. Okay. Um, Alrighty. So now looking at the top of your map, how many of you guys put a, or blink if you don't have the top of your map filled out? (laughs) Um, It's always the last thing I filled out, fill out instead of the second thing I fill out. I don't know why, but you want to have your goals and you want to make sure that those goals equate to the numbers that you're putting so let's for example say we want to raise our fqv by two thousand dollars you need to divide that two thousand dollars per new client which is 357 dollars so 2000 divided by 357 is the fqv you get per new client right and that equals 5.6 new clients round up so that means you need six new clients maybe seven, because sometimes people lower their order or push an order out. So I write down six new clients, if that's what I want. Don't say, I want to go from 6,000 to 14,000, but I only want to add two clients this month. That doesn't work. That's not, that math does not, that is not Optavia math. Optavia math is really good math, but it doesn't work that way. <laughs> um, and then look at your income and what you want as your goal income. And if you need help figuring that out, um, just remember every senior coach in your business is around $200 in income for you per month. And every ED is somewhere around 350 to 500 per month in your business, in your pay line. And in your payline means if you're an integrated national, you get paid three EDs deep. So if I have three EDs wide and each of those have an ED underneath them, and each of those have an ED underneath them. I don't have enough fingers. I get paid on nine EDs, okay? Because integrated national gets paid gets paid one, two, three levels deep. Now, if you have five, six levels deep in EDs and you're only an integrated national, you're leaving. You got, you're getting paid on these three levels. Everybody else down here who's ED, you're leaving that money on the table. It's time to rank up to global, okay? Sometimes it's time to go to the next rank. Other times you hit the next rank and you barely get a raise. That's okay too. Just keep going wider. <laughs> okay, so we've got our, at least some stuff at the top of our map. On the back of your map, guys, I we packed up when we painted and I cannot find my Optavia binder with all my old maps, I wanted to find you one of around me going from somewhere integrated national to global. And I wanted to show you the back of one of my maps and I will do that, but I can't find my binder right now. Um, It's still packed up because we're not fully unpacked from our whole remodel. Um, But on the back of your map, um, I want you to put your FIBC teams on there at the bottom or somewhere off to the side. Please don't put them out of sight, out of mind if you have a global team you might not be working in their business maybe they maybe they outrank you ooh there's something fun you might not be working um in that business per se or you might be i have people who are globals who are still mentoring people in their business who are presidentials okay it's a competency thing guys and we don't pass each other that's not how it works we just our business you know, grows and morphs in different ways, but I want you to make sure that you're putting those people, at least a skeletal view of their business on the back of your map. Now, many of you are working, you know, to help people run to ED or to bring on new coaches. Remember those new coaches who are not yet senior, they go
2: on the front and everybody else goes on the back. Everybody
0: else, everyone who is senior coach or above, or even like you have a blended ED on the back and they've got five new coaches and you're like running like crazy
2: because you're helping them, make sure that they are on your map somewhere. Um, And your goal ultimately is, you know, when you have your,
0: I always kind of look at it like a hand, this is your client's. These are your legs of business, right? So you have your 10,000 in FQV right here or 12 or 14 or 16 or 30, some of you crazy people. Um, <laughs> um, that's here in the middle. And then you've got at least five legs of senior coaches. Each one of these people has a pod on the back of my map. And some people, if they're sprouting branches like this, Each one of these people have a pod on the back of my map. And I'm going to tell you guys, when I was running for those three years, by the way, that picture of me in the
2: orange dress, I was blended ED. The following year at convention or the following September, we were global. And the following September, we were integrated presidential. Okay. You talk about the craziest time of my life. We were
0: broke and we were still broke
2: <laughs> when we were hitting all those
0: ranks. Um and we just said, look, I mean, we thought about like should we move? Should we do this? And Gina was like, if you wait a year, it's going to open up your, your whole new world to you. And I'd be like, okay, then the following year because we were living in kind of a not kind of a really bad part of town. Um because Denver is really expensive. And the next year we said the same thing. And she was like, well, if you wait another year, you'll probably be able to buy the house you want to stay in. And I was like, okay, fine. So we stayed and we stayed and we, you know, we did things like it all, it basically, if it wasn't my family or growing my business I just had to say no to things. And I'm not saying we said no to everything. So if you guys have stuff, that's fine. I'm not, I don't, I I do not adhere to the give up everything in your life for this business. I do not. Just mark my words on that. If that is what you're hearing from me, that is absolutely not what I'm saying. Family, only the things that are super important to you and this business. That's it. That was all my priority was during those like three years. Okay, so on the back of your map, I want you to put every single hot pod of people in hot tubs. Okay, just think about about as many people in a hot tub that goes into one pod. And guys, yes, give up the knitting, please, because you can't work while you're knitting. You can't work while you're doing Netflix. I had to give up Netflix. You can't work while you're watching TV, while you're doing anything which requires your eyes or your hands. Did you know that? Sorry to tell you that because I know some of you guys are great knitters. But um, I, we, first thing we did was we gave up or give it a time. Yes, 20 minutes a day. Keep it, keep it. Praying, meditating. Yes, keep those things. As long as it's not bleeding into hours because that's how I am. I can't do something for, oh, poor Lindsay, that makes me sad. Don't give up art forever. No, dedicate some time to it. But just follow, you know, you just remember that where your energy What's it where your mind goes, your energy flows. So do what's right for you. Um, but for me, that was what was right. Because like I said, we were not in a great place and that's what needed to happen. But first thing I did was give up TV. Next. I gave up Netflix. That was super hard. It was kind of like when they first told me that I had to give up my coffee creamer on five and one. I was like, Oh, I can do anything, but don't make me give up my coffee creamer. (laughs) Well, Coffee creamer has been long gone out of my life and I don't miss it. And so has live TV. Um, Okay.
2: So what we're going to do with the back of this map is I want you guys to um, take a deep dive into these people's businesses and lives, each and every one of them. Um, I want you
0: to, Tracy, can you share that, um, the TLDP engaged, disengaged performer learner thing. Okay. All right. I've showed this to you guys before make this kind of big on your screen. If you have to like drag the little bar over, I want to show you guys something really quick. If you are unsure of what your role is with certain coaches versus, um, how often you should be in contact with them um, how much you're pushing them how much you're pulling how much you're they're pulling this is a wonderful reference i want you to screenshot it i want you to do whatever i can drop it in the fibc thread i think i've dropped it before but this is a quadrant graph and um the the figures that you see the little shadow figures Those are, um, the darker one is you and the lighter one is the coach that you're mentoring. Um, on the top left, we have, and and these are on the vertical and horizontal, um, axes. Um, the upper quadrants are the engaged coaches. The lower quadrants are the disengaged coaches. The left side are the learners. So the newer people or people moving to new ranks or out of like, out of like me going from global to IPD. And then even beyond that, I, I kind of did that so fast, I really didn't grow into my rank until like a year or two later. Like then we then we um we emancipated and I actually started <laughs> you know, taking extreme ownership of trainings and everything else. Um I was a learner, even though maybe I was a global or I was a presidential or IPD, I was still learning. So um, and then On the right-hand side, you have the performers—the people who are very proficient. Um, I think about, you know, the people, you know, like Gina and Adam. I consider myself a performer. Um, People who I reach out to uh, for mentorship, who are in my team, because I very much lead with my team. I don't lead from the front without them, Um, and so. Within each one of those squares, and I want you guys to really focus on the engaged learner square, those are all, pretty much all the coaches in your business are engaged learners or disengaged learners. You will have some performers, um, but right now, especially in this season where we came from this huge client acquisition month to, and we're still going to be in it for the next five months, by the way, um, these people are now going to start turning into coaches, which is why we're doing this sponsoring Blitz workshop. We all need to be there, myself included. I had to go back and I was like, "Oh gosh, I forgot about that." I'm going to be hosting, <laughs> and I still learn. I teach myself things. Um, school is never out for the expert. But with these people, the people who are engaged, and I'm not talking about the new coaches who buy their kit and ghost you for the next, you know, six months. Um, I'm talking about the people who are so excited. Um, you're excited too, um, and. What your conversation looks like it's, it's, a, it's relationship, but your training, um, the number of touches is usually about bi-weekly. I have a new coach guys who is amazing and she's slow and steady. She hits, you know, one little rank every month, um, I have high hopes that she's going to be a blended ED very soon. And um I make sure that I'm in contact with her bi-weekly plus, that says bi-weekly plus. Um, so probably every other day I send her either a love note. I already called her to check on her um her weekend because she's a nurse. So I am making sure that I talk to her at least twice a week. It's really more like three or four, because Let's be honest, I'm not training that many brand new coaches in my frontline at this point. Um, my role is mentor and um, it's a 60 push 40 pull. So I'm base. I don't, I don't, I don't think I can explain this very, very well. Like who's the push and who's the pull, but I think um, I'm feeding information 60, I'm the push and she's 40% pulling. Is it what I think that means. Someone who did TLDP. If you can explain that part better, feel free. Okay. Then you have, and guys, you can you can do your do this quadrant, and you can put every person that you work with in one of these four quadrants. Uh, for the disengaged learner, that's this. That's the person that I said they signed up. Maybe they were excited for a week or two. They have one or two clients, and then they ghost you. Um, oh, that's right. That's right. Julie said push pull means refers to making direct statements versus asking questions. So I am giving like 60% push. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm pulling about 40%. Like, oh, tell me more about this. Oh my gosh, who's, you know, who are you, who are you loving working with? Who's your favorite client? Whatever it is, how's your own journey going? But then 60% is I can give them an action step or two. Um, so that's what that means. Okay, thanks, Julie. I always kind of forget that part. Um, the disengaged learners are just that they're, they maybe haven't hit ranks. They haven't coached a lot of people. Maybe they're new, maybe they're not new. They're still learning, but they're just disengaged. Those are the people you, um, they're still learners. Um, you, I would say like once a week. Then as we move to quadrant three, this is where we want everyone, right? We want everyone to live in quadrant three. We want um, these people to be partners with us. Um, we want it to be back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I can just think of like uh, four people in my business that I called uh, this morning to get feedback. Um, somebody called me and said, hey, I am I need you to address this. I'm like, great. It's a 50-50 partnership, right? That's how That's how we roll. The time of contact is as required. It's like that best friend that you know when you pick up the phone, no time has passed. Sometimes if if you know, you're a global in our org, you might hear from me every day for a couple of weeks because we're working on something together. Then you might not hear from me at all for a month. It's an as needed, right? Because we're more 50-50 partners. Um, and it's a push pull and we're in creation mode together. This is where I want everyone here to be. It's where I want to be. I always want to be in this in this for Gina and Adam. I want them to feel like I'm a partner that they can ask as much as they give, um, and that they can they don't have to babysit me, but they can call me every day if they need to. And then the disengaged performers. these people you want to reach out to at least monthly, and i've fallen short on this before i've had really great blended eds who have become a little disenchanted or something happened in their life or you know some marital trouble or whatever they moved and they just never quite jumped back on the train and um i will let those people float away <laughs> sometimes and then you have to recreate that Relationship almost, so at least monthly that you're thinking about them and you are, you're really not giving them a lot of. It's really more pull. How are you doing? Tell me about this. How are things going with so and so? How was that trip you went on? How are you getting settled into your new home? How is your mom recovering from open heart surgery?
2: Um, you're pulling more than you're pushing. Okay. All right so and it's like a monthly
0: so you can see that your engaged folks in quadrant 1 and quadrant 3 are really the people that you're super focused on so as you so as we say as you hit balls out um you know if someone is not returning the ball back to you they're automatically in that disengaged one of those two quadrants and if you look here um I don't know if you can see um, on the top left, the engaged learner, you have the umbrella up, they're following you like they're on a tour in a museum, <laughs> you're following your umbrella, and they're keeping up with you. Um, category two, you're kind of behind them, you're supporting them, you're trying to help them get engaged, but you're not overwhelming them right And then you have your your engaged partner where you're walking side by side. your engaged performer, you're side by side, you're laughing, you're working, it's working really well and then your disengaged folks you're also standing side by side, but you're just not really going anywhere. I love that visual so much. So today what I'd love for you guys to do is put all the people on the back of your map, And maybe you get a separate piece of paper where you draw the quadrant out and put the people, especially the people in those top two categories, and maybe, or maybe you look at the back of your map and you put EL, engaged learner, engaged learner, DL, disengaged learner, DP, disengaged performer, and maybe you... um, that, that would still be a learner. The disengaged learner is someone who's new, not a non-performer. Um, so, and with, so, and then figure out where everyone is. I I love, like I had, you know, we, we did a lot of work like this in TLDP and we um, really mapped out who our like strategic partners were. And like, for example, if you, you know, if you guys didn't have great leaders that were already leading you, you would all be in my, on my on my graph, because you guys are all engaged performers, right? So um, you can stop share now. So um, at some point, I would really, really focus. And that remember that the engaged people, I want you guys, and I'm not going to have time to get to all of this, but really quickly, um, you're going to take a for everyone in the engaged category, a deep dive on their connect Write down anything that stands out to you. What their, what was their FQV? Heck, what was their PV? Um, did they make an order last month? Um, but really looking at things like how many senior coaches did they have? Um, you know, who on their team is growing? Do they need support with someone? Is someone on their team suddenly taken out of the game because of something, you know, a sick child with a terrible diagnosis or you know someone with a with a new diagnosis of cancer or something like that and do you need to come in and layer that extra support so with every single thing um every single person on the back of your map take a deep dive onto their social media onto their connect and then this is from Allison Wade and Will Wade
2: the most important thing you can do for them What's the one single most important thing that I can do for them right now? Do I
0: need to call them? Are they ready for their next step? Do they need some improvement on their social media? Are they having trouble um,
2: showing up to power hours? Find out what's stopping you. Are they not coming to ignite? What's stopping you? What's the one next step I can assist them with? And then
0: mix it up, call them, text them. Not all at one time. (laughs) Maybe you send them a screenshot. Maybe they're in the middle of an adoption process and you saw something that reminded you of your own and you send something like that to them. Um, Maybe they have a new baby like my niece and um, I um, just wrote a little handwritten card and sent it to her in the mail. Do that to your coaches, guys. What's
2: the one I'm going to say exactly the way Allison said it. What's the one next step I can assist them with? Okay. You guys are amazing. Eek. Heart hands. Love you.
0: (laughs) I'm going to stay on because I'm going to read the chat and uh, we're going to stop recording. If you
2: guys have any extra questions that you would like to ask, feel free to stay on. We could stop recording.